Hey, this is Colette and welcome to the Food for Thought podcast. If you struggle with weight, food, body image and never-ending diets, just like I used to, well, then let me help you figure this food thing out. I want to help you transform your life so you can change the way you think, feel and behave around food. And that means you can quit diets. Yep, I said it. I said you can quit diets. Believe me, it is doable. You just have to learn how to work with your unconscious mind and not against it. So join me each week as I break down how you can do this and how to activate your natural ability to eat for your body and quit diets forever. Hey guys, today I want to talk about the four simple rules. These are actually the four simple rules with just how your body was born, knowing how to eat for your body. And I talk a lot about how we're trained out of eating for our body. So I just want to talk about if, so let's look at this, right? The diet industry is like $71 billion industry, but it has a failure rate of 90%. And we're the ones who are made to think that we're broken, that there's something wrong with us, right? But someone is getting rich. And there are over 25,000 self-help and diet books. There are hundreds of diets. And just take a minute to think about how many diets you've done. I can't even count how many diets I've done. I think I've been dieting. I'm 57. I've probably been dieting around 35, whatever. I've been dieting about 35 plus years. So the word diet just literally means how you eat, right? In different countries and different cultures, they have different diets. But somehow it's become this like massive diet culture that's almost impossible to escape. So let's look at the word diet today. Decide, D for decide, I, I'll, E, eat, and T, today. Decide, I'll eat today. Decide how I'll eat today. So Let's look at this. Sometimes we are affected by emotional eating. Sometimes we have the perfectly good day where we eat all the good food and we're following a diet right to the letter T. And then at nighttime, we just cannot figure it out. At nighttime, it just, we always seem to like self sabotage and just eat crap. And then we add on the guilt and shame and all that goes with it. Or maybe you're constantly on a diet and we don't actually figure out what's going on underneath. We stay on the same diet or go back to favorite diets because it worked before. And then we end up walking away with the belief of, well, you know what, it won't work for me. And believing that you can't no matter what you do. And and I have to be honest, there's a little part of you with this whole believing you can't that actually is keeping you stuck and holding you back. It's a limited belief. And you can. So let's look at the rules of intuitive eating, right? These are the rules. When I say intuitive eating, which is such a buzzword right now. Ooh, there's the dogs. It's such a buzzword right now, but intuitive eating is really about listening to your body and not following a diet or diet rules, but listening to your body, figuring out what food works for you and what food doesn't work for you, what food makes you feel great afterwards, what food makes you feel kind of sluggish afterward. So intuitive eating is eating for your body. Technically, if we don't eat more than we need for our energy to burn up, then there's nothing left to put on your body as extra fat, which is what your body is designed to do. 
anything extra that you eat, it can't use, it will store as fat for later because that's how we were designed. So rule number one, when you are hungry, eat as long as you are truly hungry. And rule number two, eat what you want, not what you think you should because resistance is a waste of time. So awareness is the foundation for permanent change. So let's go back and look at rule one. Oh, my dogs. When you are hungry, eat, as long as you are truly hungry. It sounds really easy, right? It sounds really simple. But sometimes starving yourself can make you fat. And I know that sounds ridiculous, but you were born knowing how to eat when you were hungry and stop when you were full. And by eating when you are truly hungry and not emotionally hungry, you can reset your body's natural ability to eat for your body. If you wait or hold off on eating because, you know, you probably eat way more than your body needs to because you've held off from eating maybe or have a limited amount of food throughout the day because you're following a diet or something like that. And therefore, when you do start to eat later, your body's like, really going to push you to eat enough because it feels that you were starving it and it's not happy with you for making that decision. Therefore, it's going to take that extra fat, extra food that you eat and store it as fat because it doesn't trust you to feed it next time. So if you've been a chronic dieter, you can practice this every time you eat. Um, I talk about the hunger scale. This is something where you check in with your body every single time you eat. Whether you follow it or not, it doesn't matter. But the, the, act, the act of checking in with your body is getting you in tune with your body. And it starts to practice that receiving messages from your body. And just check in every time you eat. Am I actually really hungry? And maybe you're not, but you're going to eat anyway. But you still checked in and you still knew. It, this is about getting back in touch with your body and learning to listen to your body's signals. Okay, we're often trained out of trusting our bodies. Um, were you trained out of trusting your body and listening to your your body's signals? So how what could that mean? That could mean not being able to leave the table until you'd eaten all the food on the plate. Um, it could mean delicious food was always part of family gatherings and celebrations and you were encouraged to eat because that's a part of celebration. So there's a lot of good feelings in food. Was food ever used as a reward? Uh, was food used as a punishment? Was food scarce when you were growing up? Was food about soothing and comforting? So the hunger scale we talked about earlier, like one is when you are um, so hungry that you could just ravenously eat everything. You are starving. Ten is when you are painfully stuffed. And five is neutral. Okay, so in reality, we always want to add for three, four, five, six, seven, which means you're not absolutely starving hungry. You are kind of like just starting to get a little bit hungry or you're neutral. And then we want to stop eating when we're five, six or seven, because six or seven is kind of like getting satisfied and pleasantly full. Anything after that, you tend to feel really stuffed afterwards. So not only can you practice the hunger scale before eating, you can also practice it and use it to check in throughout the meal especially if you're a fast eater or you're someone who doesn't know when you're full until afterwards when you're feeling really uncomfortable and you know you've eaten too much but you just don't know how to stop so we're talking to the slowing down part later but we can often sometimes mistake thirst for hunger because the signals are very similar especially if you're new to this and you're you're relearning how to trust your body and listen to your body and, um, you know, so you can always have that glass of water before you eat to see if you're still hungry. And just as I said, the more you check in with yourself, how hungry am I? How full am I? The 
better you are at picking up those communication signals from your body. And remember, your stomach is about the size of a fist and it takes at least 20 minutes for your stomach to send a message to your brain that you are full. So how can you do this? And if you say to yourself, well, you know, but I'm always hungry or I'm never hungry, chances are you're feeling more emotional hunger than physical hunger. So you can eat only when you are truly hungry. It's easier said at this point, I know. Practice the hunger scale before every meal because this will take you there. If you're not sure if you're hungry, drink some water first and say no to all the diet foods that you've been eating in the past because now we only really want to eat foods that you want to eat. Okay, rule number two, eat what you want, not what you think you should because resistance is a waste of time. And again, I'm going to remind you, you were born knowing how to eat when you were hungry and stop when you were full. Have you ever tried to feed a toddler who's not, who's had enough to eat? Have you ever? It's almost impossible. So as adults, we resort to bribery, threatening, using dessert as a reward, punishing, and many other things. And this teaches that child not to trust their body. They don't trust their body's own hunger signals and full signals. And it, it gets confusing. And, you know, like, as an example, if I'm good, I get dessert. That also gets mixed up with being good later on. It gets mixed up with sweet food. It gets very confusing. And there was a fascinating study in the 1930s. Scientists gave a group of toddlers a huge range of foods from ice cream to spinach, allowing them to eat whatever they wanted for 30 days. Can you imagine how stressed out their parents were. So what do you think the results were? While the toddlers all chose different foods at different times, every single child wound up eating a balanced diet over the period of 30 days. And also remember, pregnant women sometimes have unusual food cravings. It's like a running joke, pickles and ice cream, right? Or strawberries and pickles. But the reason is she's listening to her body strongly and that's telling her what she needs to help build a baby. Also remember that um, there's an inner battle sometimes going on that as soon as you tell yourself you can't eat certain foods, you're messing up the natural balance of your body, especially if it's on your forbidden list, like your list of diet foods that you're allowed to have and the foods that you are not allowed to have. And rather than wanting that food less, that forbidden food becomes more attractive. It's a war from within and it's bloody exhausting. And when you learn to listen to your body again, you make peace with food. So it's important to eat food that inspires you, food that you really want, food that will feel good and will satisfy you. So let me talk about the punishment salad. <laughs> For years and years and years, I picked salads at many different restaurants when I went out with family and friends, social evenings. And usually I was on a healthy eating kick, diet, whatever. And I would always get salad with grilled chicken because, you know, that's what I was allowed to have in the restaurant. The, the problem is I didn't ever really get to enjoy my meal. Um, I would always look at someone else as having the french fries and I'd be really pissed off. And you know what would happen? I would go home and I would like snack on other shit that I should have eaten when I was out in the restaurant and I used to eat junk when I came home. Or I would just lose it and eat a ton of like french fries or whatever, biggest dessert. I thought I was making the healthy choice, but it was always the disappointing choice. And now I order what I want. It's not always easy, but that's because I can never commit and that's about me never knowing what to what I want to order on the menu and then when it comes to my turn I'm a panic orderer uh, but the reality is though I choose what I want and I take it home if I don't finish and I am always so much happier so choose food 
that will feel good and will satisfy you. And you know what? Enjoy a salad if you have a punishment salad thing like me. Enjoy a salad with all the things that you like. And now I actually really like salads because I have all the things in it. I like avocados. I have the it's not even really about the dressing for me because I'm quite happy with the lemon. But I like craisins, avocados, pecans, like whatever. I like all of the delicious things in my salad that make it more interesting. I actually like pickles in my salad. So consider this. Have you ever been on a diet? Yes, I'm guessing you have if you are listening to this podcast. Have you ever told yourself no matter what, you will not eat certain food on the forbidden list? I know I have. Have you eaten some other replacement that tastes like cardboard? Then maybe eaten too much of something else because you were seeking a certain texture or taste or something in the first place that you just kept trying to replace with something else and you just ate way too much of it. Um, and in the end, you've eaten way too much, avoiding the f- not only the food that's on your list, but you just end up giving in anyway. So how can you eat what you want? Be inspired, be excited about what you are about to eat. Eat whatever you want as long as you are enjoying every mouthful. And I dare you to throw all of your diet and boring food out, understanding at first you will be tempted to eat all the foods. You tell yourself you can't, that will change. Never eat the punishment salad unless it's a delicious salad that is a mouth-watering with amazing things in it. So the rules of intuitive eating are not as hard as you think. Number three and four, eat consciously and enjoy every mouthful. And four, when you think you are full, stop eating. So creating these rules as habits in your daily lives, you can change everything. So rule number three, eat consciously and enjoy every mouthful. We tend to eat really fast, standing up while we're on the phone, watching TV. We have become accomplished multitaskers. I'm pretty good at it. When you're listening to your body, though, the food starts to taste different when you've had enough food. It's less delicious. So you can eat whatever you want, whenever you want, as long as you fully enjoy every mouthful. It's not quite the same as when you you sit down and you say, okay, but I'm enjoying every mouthful of this giant family bag of chips that I'm binging on. That's not what we're talking about. When you tend to eat a big bag of chips watching TV and binging, you are on autopilot. You're probably not even really tasting it. You're eating them so quick. So slowing down and actually focusing on and paying attention to each mouthful. Slowing down your eating, it takes 20 minutes to send a, a message, like a feeling full message, to your brain that you are full. If you are eating fast, you've probably eaten more food than your body needs by that time. You're re- like, and your brain will receive the message too late. You're already going to be stuffed and uncomfortable at that point. That's when you feel bloated, uncomfortable, and plus your body is eating way more food than it can eat and it would just turn the extra food into fat. So let's look at how you eat. How many times have you sat in front of the TV with a bag of chips, nuts, popcorn, ice cream? chocolate something and been distracted by tv or a movie show before you know it it's all gone it's it's like you're in a trance and boom the whole bag is empty that's not mindful eating that's not paying attention to what you taste when you eat really enjoy the food using all of your senses um that's how it satiates your mind and your body savoring the taste the smell the textures and the sensations as you thoroughly enjoy each mouthful If you take a bite of food and chew two, three, four times, you just like one, two, chews and you swallow it down in a big lump, it's way too fast. And this is a habit I think a lot of people do. And it's still hitting your stomach as this like big lump and you haven't even started to get your digestion juices going yet in your body. Um, 
So those digestion juices, remember, you know, when you like all of a sudden think of food and you start to salivate? Moving, sorry. Those are the digestion juices and all of the other stuff once it starts to hit your stomach. So it does take massive conscious effort to slow down your eating, but slowing down is key. How can you slow down? I'm going to give you a challenge over the next two weeks. Slow down your eating to a quarter of the speed it was. You can set a timer on your phone. No one needs to know what you're doing. You can slow down and pace with the slowest person at the table that you know is a slow eater. I have three kids who are incredibly slow eaters. Uh, my husband tends to be a fast eater and sometimes he's on the third helping before they've even got through their first helping. And they are all adult children. So eat whatever you want as long as you're enjoying every mouthful. You can put your knife and fork down in between mouthfuls. Maybe that could help. Do not be distracted by other things. You need to taste your food. And it can help you chew your food more. Like by just chewing it slowly and chewing it more helps to make it closer to liquid, which makes it easier to digest, which makes it easier for you to get that message from your stomach to your brain that you're full. So rule number four, when you think you are full, stop eating. Right? It's easier said than done. So the natural design of your body is to eat when you're hungry. And we have often been conditioned to eat until we are full or worse, like eat until the plate is completely clean. You're eating to somebody else's decision. To lose weight effortlessly and to keep it off, you have to start working with your body and not against it. So to get slim and stay slim, we need to retrain ourselves to recognize when we are full and feel good for the rest of the day. When you, are, when you are full, when you have eaten enough food and your body is satisfied, it will send a message to you that says, I am satisfied. And even though studies show that it takes 20 minutes for that signal to reach your brain, when you slow down your eating, it becomes easier and easier to recognize that feeling. Remember, your stomach also is the size of a fist, so it's not that big. And this feeling most people feel as a gentle, clear, satisfied feeling in your solar plexus, the area below your ribcage and above your stomach. So to get slim and stay slim, even if you miss the warm feeling of satisfaction when it first occurs, there's another way. As soon as you've had enough to eat, you'll notice each additional bite of food becomes less enjoyable than the last one. The more you pay attention to this phenomenon, the more obvious it becomes. When we ignore these sens sensations, we tend to feel stuffed and uncomfortable after the meal while also eating more food than your body needs so it will be stored as fat it's important when you feel these sensations because as you listen to your body and you stop eating immediately no matter how much food is left on your plate that's a tough one if you struggle with waste and leaving food on your plate then that's an emotional issue that you have to work on so here's the quite big question what if i'm hungry 10 minutes later and sometimes I get this a lot with my clients. How can I stop eating? What if I'm hungry in, in 10 minutes? And sometimes there's a little bit of panic about being hungry. That's something else we need to look at emotionally and see what's going on with that. What, what is going on behind that feeling of worrying that you're going to be hungry? Because food is always available. There's always food around. It probably goes back to some kind of childhood issue. Experience. So you're thinking, what if I'm hungry 10 minutes later? The answer is simple. If you are hungry, eat. However, you must eat what you actually want, not what you think you should. Eat consciously, eat slowly, enjoy every mouthful, and when you suspect you may be full, stop. How will I know when to stop? 
slowing down will help you recognize the subtle signals your body is giving you. That's rule number three. Make sure you are slowing down your eating because this takes a concerted effort. This is something you have to practice. Look for a sensation in that solar plexus area that you've had enough to eat. Remember, it takes 20 minutes for that signal to reach your brain. Imagine how much extra food you can eat that you don't need. And watch out for the subtle changes of the taste of the food. It tastes less delicious and less satisfying. And if you really slow down, you really focus and pay attention. Each mouthful tastes less delicious than the first and the second and the third. And if you're not noticing what you eat, then you are missing out on these like vital signs, to be quite honest. So it's an ongoing it's an ongoing cycle. Practice this cycle. Practice makes not, I wouldn't say practice makes perfect, but practice makes it easier. Um, this cycle uh, ends up becoming like second nature to you. And you'll find once you start eating this way, you will realize that it's actually easier than you think. And if you know anyone in your life that's actually um, on the slim side and that eats whatever they want, I want you to pay attention to how they eat. There's a very good chance they eat what they want and stop eating when they're full or when they've had enough, and there's no pressure for them to eat everything on their plate. So here, let's go over the rules again. When you are hungry, eat as long as you are truly hungry. Uh, Number two, eat what you want, not what you think you should. Resistance is a waste of time because you're just going to eat way way more food trying to avoid the food that you're craving. Number three, eat consciously and enjoy every mouthful. And number four, when you think you are full, stop eating. And the way to find out if you are full is going back to number three, eat consciously, enjoy every mouthful and slow down. And there we have it. And I, I have, um, I have like a, a class that you can sign up for. It's free. It's, it's actually just goes over this and, but you get to watch the slides at the same time because sometimes some people are visual learners and you need to see the slides. You need to see the visuals of it rather than just listening to me. So um, I will leave that link in the show notes. And if you want that, you can grab that. Okay. Until next time, have a wonderful week up to whatever whatever you're doing. And I will see you next time. So guys, I want to thank you so much for listening to my podcast today. Um, I would love any suggestions for anything that you would like to talk about. Give me your questions, give me your topics, give me your thoughts. And if you are struggling with food, weight or diets and you got value from today, I would love you to write a review. It helps me share my message and I read each and every one. So thank you. If you know anyone who could benefit from this content, please share and subscribe. I would love that too. And I just want to point out that in a world full of dieters and diets and so on and so forth, and if you're in that world, you know what I'm talking about, I always felt so alone with my guilt and my shame about my secret eating. And I just want you to know that you are not alone. I also have a great freebie, which I think I've already put the link there, which is um, figuring out what your weight loss blocker is. Uh, If you're getting stuck, then why don't you go and look and see what resonates with you? Because when you find out what is part of your issue, what's, what's keeping you stuck, your triggers and so on and so forth, that's when you can start making the change, okay? So download the weight loss blocker guide and um, the link is in the show notes. And if you're looking for help, as always, reach out to me. You can work with me one-to-one. You can check out my membership. In my membership, we have hypnosis audios. Um, Every month, we have a new topic, and I can guarantee you almost every 
layer of losing weight or struggling to lose weight is covered in one topic or another. So check that out. That's on my website, colettesheelkraut.com. And I will check in with you next time.